Would you like to learn more about faith? Well, you've come to the right person. No, not me, Abraham. I'm Malcolm Cox, and this is a daily devotional podcast supporting a teaching series for the Watford and Thames Valley Churches of Christ called Adventures in Faith with Abraham. It's also part of my Quiet Time coaching series. What is it about Abraham which is so admirable? Well, many things, but perhaps above all else, his adventurous faith. Hebrews 11 verse 8, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Join me as we step out on a faith adventure with Abraham. Today we start chapter 20. We're just going to look at the first two verses today. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent for Sarah and took her. What are we seeing here? A sin pattern. We don't know why Abraham moved into the the Negev. Perhaps it was the shock of the situation regarding Sodom, Gomorrah, and Lot. It could be that word of what Lot's daughters had done reached him. Bad news regarding family might be the most disturbing news of all. It is notable, notable that although he goes to the Negev, he doesn't carry on as far as Egypt this time. Perhaps he's learned at least one lesson that Egypt is not a safe refuge, Genesis 12, verses 9 and 10. Abraham stays in Gerar on the southeastern border of Canaan. There he repeats a half-truth, the most dangerous truth of all. Yes, Sarah is his sister in one sense, chapter 20, verse 12, but Abraham is fully aware that her status as his wife outweighs any other designation. Neither lies nor half-lies fool God. They do fool, uh, fool Abimelech temporarily, but more on that next time. We'll unpack the detail of what happens in Gerar in in the following podcast, but today let's consider an unfortunate reality. You and I repeat sins, some rarely, some frequently. I remember a talk I heard many years ago, it might have been by Mike Tolliver. He opined that we never ultimately overcome all sins, not in this life, right? 1 John 1 verse 8, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Yet, Mike said, it should be possible to eliminate some sins completely. If we believe in the power of the Spirit and the ever-increasing Christ-likeness that God is growing in us, is it not possible to overcome some sins? Think about 2 Corinthians 3.18. We, with unveiled faces, contemplating the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. What do you think? Do you have a vision to conquer a sin? Maybe not all sins, not in this life, but a sin? Do you have a vision to eliminate one sin? A prayer point for today. Ask God to help you develop the faith to defeat a repeated sin in your life. We're never a victim. We always have the power of the Spirit with us to help us to grow and change, to be more like Jesus. If you have any questions or feedback, please email me, malcolm at malcolmcox.org. The Apostle Paul said of Abraham, he is the father of us all, Romans 4.16. Let's allow him to be the father of faith to you and me now and always. Many thanks for listening today. See you tomorrow as we continue our adventure of faith with Abraham. Take care and God bless.